Back on the KYMN Morning Show, and we are honored, as always, to be joined uh, Wednesday mornings by Mayor Rhonda Pownell. Good morning, Mayor Rhonda. Good morning. <laughs> and instead of the city administrator uh, today, we have the city engineer, Mr. Dave Bennett. How are you, sir? I'm good. Good, good. morning, Rich. Well, normally I uh, would have everything I need to know about the uh, the city council meeting because I would have been there, but last night I had... Uh, I had concert tickets to go see Peter Gabriel, so I, I missed I missed the uh, the council meeting. But uh, I, I, I'm sure you guys are, are uh, fully capable of getting us caught up. Did you have a good time, Rich? I tell you what, that was one of the most remarkable shows I've ever seen. Peter nice. Ga- Peter Gabriel. It doesn't matter what room he is in; he is the most grown up of all the grown ups in the room. He's nice. th- this is a dignified, cerebral man, and this was a dignified and cerebral rock concert it was it was really something so well yeah. we're glad that yeah. you had a good time and you made it back in one piece yeah it, it threw a thunderstorm getting oh, back goodness. but still yeah anyway yeah. so uh what what went on last night at the uh at the council meeting what uh what, what do you want to talk about first i think we could uh kick it off with the the sale of the bonds for the okay. street reconstruction right. project that's going on here in 2023 so uh, the city's been working with their financial consultant Ellers and Associates, and they, um, you know, they had the sale, and we were able to bring forward uh, those bonds last night for approval. I, I think as part of that process, it it reaffirms the the city, um, and, and its review with standards as poor as a double A rating, so really good financial stewardship in a strong financial position. And the the sale and the rates were at four point one nine percent. So we we've been continuing to see. Uh, an uptick in the, the percentages that gets more in line with the the 20-year average of mm-hmm. interest rates. Um, and within that bond sale, it's not only the, the street improvement project for this year, but it also is for uh, the Babcock Park and Seckler Park lighting improvement projects that's going on. So that makes up about $3.6 million of those bonds. And then also component within that is for uh, a new motor grader, so a piece of equipment too. So total total sale is around seven point eight million. Um, okay, so that, that was right. approved last night at council. Forgive me because I get I get some of these things get a little mixed up in my head. This is separate. This is a separate bond sale from the one we talked. You that was at the uh, meeting a couple of weeks ago, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's okay. correct. So that was mainly the the utility portion. So right. the water, the sewer, the stormwater. That was right. a utility uh, bond sale. Right. That was the wastewater is, situation. Yep. Right. Yep. Okay. Correct. All right. And stormwater. And, and stormwater. stormwater. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So one of the things that uh, community members, right, there's a certain segment of our population that pays attention each year when it has to do with their particular street project. But mm-hmm. these projects and the bond sale and affirming the AA uh, standard and poor rating is something that gets analyzed each and every year. And uh, part of the reason why we get that AA bond rating is that we've got strong financial policies mm-hmm that we're sticking with those policies that we're guided by. Uh, there's strong economic outlook for the community. I think there's a, a few other things. Oh, our long-term planning that we're continuing to invest and take care of our community. So those are all things that get uh, analyzed each year, and they help us to keep costs down when we uh, follow those things. Right. Um, as, as I recall, the, the conversation, I mean, the, the AAA uh, a triple A rating is is not something that Northfield could ever really achieve, right? That's correct. Right. That would be primarily for I think the the larger cities, Minneapolis, St. Paul, the sure. state. 
Yes. What would it take for Northfield to get to a double A plus? <laughs> that, that's Putting a, you on the spot. Yeah, okay. that's, a, that's a good yeah. question. I think that would be. I think we could explore that, and that's something we could bring back. I don't. I don't know yeah. that answer right I, there. Yeah, not that I'm not proud of the double A. I didn't, yeah. you're, you're, you're doing a good job there for us. We we appreciate mm-hmm. that. Just you know, got it. Got it. Got to figure out how we, how we can always improve a little bit. Right. That's right. Yeah. Pursuing excellence. Indeed. Mm-hmm. Indeed. Part of that's part of the uh, the strategic plan. Yep, right there. It sure is. Okay. That would be awesome if we could get there. It would be fantastic. Yeah. Okay. So. Um, there was a lot of conversation. I, I, I'm just assuming that uh, there's a big chunk of conversation last night about uh, the Wall Street Road preliminary design. Yes. Yeah. There was. Uh, <laughs> all three. Um, I think it's certainly the Wall Street one that maybe that one and the College and Water probably took the longest time for the council to work its way through. And just uh, really appreciate the the hundreds of hours, I don't know how many hours, right? Uh, with the city engineer from both Northfield, Rice County, we had planning commission members, city council members. We had some really, a lot of really engaged community members that live along the project corridor, as well as other people from the surrounding area, and primarily looking at how can we preserve uh, some of the trees that are older trees, hundreds of years old, uh, that really reside along the project corridor. So we asked our city staff to bring back some different options, and uh, they did that. I think it's one, two, three, five additional options that were brought back. Um, Many people meeting on site and really looking at pros and cons. What are the impacts to the business that resides along that southern corridor there with the golf course and making sure that we're not impacting uh, mm-hmm. their business, but then also the tree impacts with Carlton. Um, there's one property owner right there on the corner. And then I yeah. think the cemetery as well. Uh, it, but the, the tree impacts that people were most concerned about were on the north side of that corridor. And so just really appreciative. People came in really united around the 3B option which removed and condensed the project corridor the whole way. So we started out with a trail starting from 4th Street. Okay. Heading out, we had originally we had a trail on the south side and a trail and a sidewalk on the north side. And then when we hit uh, Spring Creek Road and continued out further east, uh, there was a trail on the south side. And again, mirroring it, I guess, a uh, trail and a sidewalk on the north side. And as well as a roundabout. So we ended up with just a trail on the north side, Mm -hmm. starting at 4th Street, and just a trail on the south side, past Spring Creek Road, and no roundabout. So there's just a, there's a lot of really scaling back there, and uh, that's where people landed. So the the roundabout has been eliminated. Yep. From, from that yeah yes yeah, so we um, we we worked with the county so we talked uh, with the county and they they had a, originally indicated looking at a roundabout or turn lanes mm-hmm. or they originally indicated they needed turn lanes at that intersection so then we looked at a mini roundabout because that had a smaller footprint right. and less impact to the trees and I think after uh, seeing all the trees and understanding the concerns the the intersection is going to remain and always stop so okay. that intersection improvement at this time is you know, we'll have to wait into the future until if, mm-hmm. if we grow it in, into that area. But right now, mm-hmm. at this time, it's going to remain an all-way stop. Mm-hmm. Now, the Milltown's trail is going to go through 
part of that uh, that area as well. Is that mm-hmm. part of this, is the construction of that section of the trail, is that part of this design as well? Uh, no, just so just right at the intersection where it comes through. So it'll be coming up the east side of Spring Creek Road south of. So if you're coming up from Woodley, you'll be on the east side of Spring Creek Road. And then you'll when you get to the intersection of Wall Street, you'll cross over to the west side of, of the road and then you'll go up along the Arb. So just a little bit at the intersection, but really not much being constructed with Milltowns with, okay. the, with that mm-hmm. project. Okay, okay. And this was just a, a uh, discussion for the council last night. No, was there any, any no action was taken? Or was there action, t- action taken by the council last night? No. Uh, no, it, it was discussion. I think we wanted to, so council did originally pre- provide direction on um, how to proceed. And I think from council, I think we got a good sense of where they want to go and moving towards mm-hmm. that 3B option. So. Okay. We'll have them formalize that on the October 17th meeting, mm-hmm. but I think uh, just from the discussion, I think there was strong mm-hmm. support to move that, move mm-hmm. in that direction. So this is really a unique area of our city. So as you're coming into Northfield, you've got really th- three or four routes. Mm-hmm. 246 coming in from near Strand. You've got Woodley, mm-hmm. and you've got Wall Street Road, and you've got Highway 19. Those are the only ways that we receive people if you're coming from the east and so as you're heading out wall street road this has primarily been a rural area Mm -hmm. and uh, we don't usually look at what is our street design or what are our pedestrian accommodations when you're coming in um, from the rural areas of our community but it matters and uh, just again we just had so many accidents and near misses and some unfortunate uh, loss of life in a really short period of time that we've really not had before. And so really looking at ways that we can ensure that people can get around our community in a safe way. Sure. Okay. So then uh, you looked at the uh, the feasibility r- report for uh, Jefferson Parkway and the, uh, the Milltown Trail. Was this uh, uh, talking about accepting the feasibility report? Or where were we here? Yeah, so this is a, a point in the process where we kind of kick it off into the formal design process, so accepting the feasibility report and moving into design. I would say of this big project, the, the primary focus has been on the Spruce Court um, yep. trail and, and sidewalk connection in. So, you know, this is a over $3 million project that is, you know, like $150,000, and right. that's been the most input that we've received through the process and very little input on you know a key segment of milltown state trail that we're going to be building with Mm -hmm. this project along with uh, the overlay and mini roundabout at jefferson road and jefferson parkway so there's a lot of discussion we did have a lot of residents there um, from that spruce court neighborhood talking about their neighborhood um, the street and how people are getting in there i think it's i think they they illustrated that the current resident that's there, um, mm-hmm. you know, plows and allows the the neighbor, the, everybody that lives in there, to walk through their property at this time right. and get access to the school. Mm-hmm. I think is that guaranteed when that property sells into the future? I think that's one thing that would we'll have to evaluate. Um, so I think there's a, a lot of good comments and discussions um, from that neighborhood, and I think council was weighing with what's going on with the high school and the school mm-hmm. board mm-hmm. is are things going to change so if they they hit pause on that spruce court trail mm-hmm. connection and sidewalk at this time i think they want to see what's going to happen with the school to make sure things aren't changing what's going on and how 
how people are walking and biking mm-hmm. once they get into that campus if they are going in there to to see what the high school is doing. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So there's a lot of sidewalks within that area uh, that are outlined in the Safe Routes to School plan. And I think, again, just looking at what are the ways that people can get to the high school, primarily it's Division and Jefferson Parkway, and that's it. You know, so if we want to alleviate some of the heavy traffic, then we need to create safe ways for people to access the high school in multiple other ways. And uh, I agree. I think it's just a, it's too early to tell when we know that mm-hmm. the high school, uh, those decisions have not been made yet. So to put it on hold makes sense. So when we say put it on hold, I mean, there's a project that's that's scheduled for next summer. Are we removing the Spruce Court part from the uh, from the project for next summer then? Yeah, so council okay. will remove that from the project, so that will not be included in the okay. project next year. Okay, can can we can I ask real quick about the the the, the safe routes to school plan? I mm-hmm. never get a chance to actually talk to you guys and and, and get some of these. The, the safe routes to school plan, which gets uh, uh, referenced quite a bit um, at, at uh, council meetings, that's actually a, a state uh, level project isn't that is sort of trickled down to, to to the city? Is that right, or is it something? Or is it something? Am I wrong about this? Is it something the city put together? So it's pre- most of the time it's it's really led by the cities and to prepare your, a plan to to improve walking and biking and access to your schools. The state has a program that can help fund um, the creation of the plans and even some of the That's improvements. It. So it, okay. you need to have a plan in place in order to receive funding from them. And a lot of times at the state level, there's a little bit of construction dollars now, and it's it's very small. But the last I don't know, five or more years, there hasn't been any dollars available to, to try to get grant funding from the state. So it's mainly a, a city plan that looks okay. at how to improve the walking and biking access sure. to school. It's not just about infrastructure. There's a big component of it, but a lot of it is about there's also education within the schools, education to the parents, uh, working with the police um, and enforcement, and there's there's a wide variety of, mm-hmm. of items within the plan. Okay. And then uh, there's another feasibility report conversation about college and water streets. What mm-hmm. uh, what what happened there? Yeah, that, that's a, a a big project next year. It's yeah. a street reconstruction project, and I um, it, it was a, approved last night. I think there was a lot of discussion on the the A Street bikeway mm-hmm. um, and from council and really trying to understand how this integrates into the the broader network. I think. Um, we do we do have some new council members and some of the previous planning, so I think we, you know, I think we want to step back. So we updated our pedestrian and bike plan in 2018, but we did have a plan really that was embedded in our park and open space plan from 2008, from when the with the parks plan. So that in 2018 we worked with Tool Design to update that plan, and I would say that was a, a very in that plan, thinking about the A Street on this east side, how do we improve the east-west biking was a challenge in that plan. And, like, where do you identify the route? What route would support a bike facility that really could serve all ages and abilities? Mm-hmm. And, and it really led to – so even as part of that work was the Milltown's Trail. So Milltown's Trail was still coming through downtown. The The DNR had indicated that – you know, it needs to be protected, off-street protected, and really that would transform kind of how it comes on to 5th Street there, and that's why the 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 route was rerouted down to Jefferson Parkway. So 
right there we you, know, you kind of lose that east-west protected more family all ages and abilities bikeway because milltown's is already fourth mm-hmm. street um we have a component now that's um two-way but that's not there's no protected bikeways there that comes into downtown and then you have that comes down with the angled parking areas when you're in downtown comes across over the bridge and then we look at 7th street again when you come up from riverside park you have angled parking you have a lot of people visiting down there you transition to an area that's recently been reconstructed the roadway's been narrowed as you come past the pool in that area so i think trying to retrofit i think they struggled with that in that plan on really what the corridor Mm -hmm. should be and woodley was just reconstructed in 2016 Mm -hmm. and there's no bike facilities on that east-west corridor probably isn't a good way to do something that was more protected or something that had provided better bicycle accommodation so that's how they landed on a street as a you know all the way down to lions park it'll connect into the milltown state trail and it'll bring you over to Nevada. Although it doesn't get you all the way to Prairie, but you can jump up Nevada and get on. You're you're almost right at the pool where you can get on, and you know you're on a short segment where you don't have a bike facility, but certainly it provides a good east-west connection. And then there was discussion on the type of bike facility. So there mm-hmm. there was discussion on should it be a bike boulevard or should it stay as a protected bikeway. Mm-hmm. Dave. You've got a tough job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You've got. I mean, it's the the way we're talking. It sounds almost sounds like it's a, a, a jigsaw puzzle that you're having to put together. But you've got people in both of your ears telling you what what they think should happen all at the same time. That's got to be fun, Dave. Yeah, I think that's. Uh, <laughs> I think council. I think had a lot of good discussion last night related to to this, and and really thoroughly had a lot of discussion and talked about it, and really what is 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 right because we've already have down by wells fargo i know there's been some concerns with how that's striped on there with the stripe uh two-way bikeway on one side of the street Mm -hmm. and then they talked about moving to a bike boulevard so then so then if we move to a bike boulevard and then we have concerns because now we're lacking continuity so one of the things that we've heard from the public is we need more uniformity we need continuity so we're not moving back and forth Mm -hmm. within the bike system so that kind of threw a curveball on really what to do and what that looks like with that east-west connection. I do think um, I'm putting my engineering hat on, and I'm, I'm thinking of these bike boulevards. I just and we want to be all ages and abilities. I just don't think we can go slap the bike paint out there, throw the signs up, and say this bike route. Your you know your road's going to increase with biking now. You know we're going to have a whole bunch much more people out there biking. We got the the paint out there people slow down you have to share the road i just don't think that aligns with the city goals and so i really think if we're moving in the bike boulevard direction we there's probably a lot more work to to do on how you bring that forward in a a good way that Mm -hmm. makes a good all ages and ability facility but council ended up sticking with the the two-way protected bikeway um so that'll the entire segment all the way from lions park to um to Nevada will be mm-hmm. done with this project. However, it, some of it won't be reconstructed outside of the reconstruction area, but it'll right. be marked in with the project. Mm-hmm. We're running short on time, and I, I, I'm hoping at some point, Dave, maybe you and I can talk about sort of bike lane theory a little bit, so we can. I, what you're saying is is actually 
really interesting stuff. Uh, but we've got to move on because there's a whole nother uh, housing development that that's that's coming to Northfield. And that was part of the conversation last night as well, wasn't it, Mayor? Yes, it was. And I would just say, if we could just go back just a moment, so you can have all the plans you want. Mm-hmm. You can even be well thought out by our city staff, but if you don't have the buy-in of the people sitting in the seat, they're nothing. You're not going imp- to, you won't see any improvements. And so you've got to have both uh, good education out to your community, which we've identified that needs to be improved, right? And you've got to have good quality plans that our staff have brought forward. They're working through with a different engineering and thought behind it. Then you've got to have your policy setters. They've got to be given an opportunity to just really vet those and ensure that they're solidly behind them because they are the ones that are authorizing uh, the the direction, the final approvals on the cost and impacts in the community. And so we've got to be aligned. And yeah. I think that's what we saw there last night. And I'm just really proud of the council for way uh, they stuck with it. It was a difficult conversation, and we moved through it. And that's what you have to do. Uh, the the Cedar Meadows preliminary plat last night, yeah. that was really a, just a, a very last agenda item, yeah. but pretty major. Approved uh, uh, the preliminary plat for 44 single-family lots, 41 detached villa-style lots, 28 twin home lots, 12 tri- triplex lots, um, a designated senior co-op building, and an outlot B that's designated as park. We've been waiting for a long time mm-hmm. to see uh, that area in the northwest there. It's the only area, I believe, out there that is identified for neighborhood uh, development, <laughs> residential development. Otherwise, we're pretty much built out in the city, mm-hmm. aside from that southern portion of the city. And so this would add some additional housing out there adjacent to our Northfield Hospital. Mm-hmm. Um Cedar, Cedar Meadows. Uh, I, I've known that there was something happening out there, but the Cedar Meadows. This is the first time I've actually seen a name applied to it. So there is a developer who's, who's looking at all this now, and then this thing is is uh, going to start moving forward. Here is that the way? It, yeah, okay. I think they're going to be moving into their their final plat and final plans, and uh, construction would be next year for the first. It'll be phased over years, right? Um, but first phase would be next year. Did I see that there's uh, some space avail- uh, going to be made available too for, like a grocery store and some some uh, some uh, commercial uh, like residential commercial? Um, I think there there was at in the planning commission and I think even within the planning department I think that that is a component that's allowed out there and I think the the city really wor- tried to work with the developer to see if that could happen with that development it did not get included okay you know some of that neighborhood serving commercial maybe things will change by the time they get to the co-op and something like that could be be added in but i think um at this time it's not in the proposed development okay Mm -hmm. all right uh anything either one of you would like to add anything we missed in our conversation so just a reminder we have the open houses one of them is tonight yep uh, at 50 North from 6 to 8 p.m. And then with regards to the riverfront and some of the development that's happening in the downtown area, uh, there's another one October 7th, so which is a Saturday. Saturday. Yeah. I believe it's from 2 to 4. 2 to 4 at Greenville. At Greenville. And then another one on October 11th, 6 to 8 p.m. at the White Center. So right. just really encourage people 
uh, to come on out. There's three different options for you. We're really trying to expand and make it easily uh, accessible for folks to attend and give some feedback and find out what's going on. You know, I'll, I'll echo that. I, 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 something uh, uh, City Administrator Marty said to me a couple of weeks ago is that there, sometimes there seems to be more, be more opinions in Northfield than there are Northfielders. Um, and, and personally, my uh, what I've seen is that sometimes Northfielders share or have opinions when they haven't really completely looked at everything. Uh, every person in Northfield owes it to themselves to educate themselves on all of these projects that are coming up. And so it, it, these these open houses are going to be excellent opportunities to do that. So I, uh, I would uh, encourage all of you uh, listening to uh, get out there. So, thanks, Mayor Rhonda Ponell, City thanks, Engineer Dave Jeff Bennett. In quote. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, you guys. Uh, we will talk to you again uh, soon. Uh, KY.